7 o'clock. Good morning, pal. How you doing? Jim and the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. Most trusted name in automobiles. It's one about a Wednesday with Talon Wine. Got something that's gnawing at you. It's been chafing you, rubbing you the wrong way. You have a grievance to air. From the world of sports, from your daily life, maybe from a trip you took to Arizona. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah, I got one. You can text or call us on the team line today, 970-242-1340. Also, today through next Wednesday, the next Thursday, we'll draw the winner of our uh, Buffalo Wild Wings big game giveaway. So there'll be a table for, for six folks, and you get 50 wings at a Buffalo Wild Wings. And you get to be uh, blessed with the presence of one Buckeye boy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the real grand prize. Mm-hmm. See, I'm I'm evaluating. The first stuff's awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. The you, get you to part, share wings with me. The you part of it? Eh, not so sure. Table, hang out. So you get to be uh, get treated like a a VIP, a big shot, like you're in the luxury box. Maybe you can pretend like you're sitting next to Taylor Swift. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You can yeah, do that. If you, you can do that if you choose to do so. Hide your face at the cutaways. Yeah. So it's a table for six and fifty wings from the folks at Buffalo Wild mm-hmm. Wings. All right. So um, it's going to be. A, I think we always have a lot of fun with this. Yeah. Now we have a sounder for this, don't we? we do. That you picked you, out. You want a. You want a little taste? Yeah. Right now, don't. Text in Don't right do now. now. Don't do it now. Oh, what is that? Here you go. This is real simple. Okay, and then we'll do the fifth texture. Yeah. Not right now. Not right now. No, no, no. Not right now. We'll do one an hour. Mm-hmm. And you get qualified. So yeah. there's nothing that goes with that. You just get qualified. And the next Thursday, we'll draw the winner. Exactly. There you go. Simple as that. Well, huzzah, huzzah. That's what you get for qualified. <laughs> hey, all right. But ultimately, you could win a table at Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings to watch the Chiefs take on the 49ers. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we'll be doing that sometime this hour on the program. So, like I said, it's one about a Wednesday with Talon Wine. Um, I've been waiting. Actually, you've told me pretty, I told much, you the pretty story. much the story. Yeah, yeah but uh, you've been teasing the pile with this. A little bit. So uh, You went to Arizona on a trip. We did. We went to Arizona. found nice... Uh, price at this place called the orange tree resort it's golf course resort very nice lovely wonderful room more like a studio apartment very nice and we walk in we check in and there's this guy and he's like hey you guys want a week eight day seven night stay at a Wyndham resort of your choosing we're like sure and we knew exactly what this was this was a timeshare presentation so you like, knew going in exactly knew what, going what in. you're gonna, but the, but the trap was. We kicked it over. And it's a like, trap. We got a week. He said a ninety minutes. We're like, all right, fine. Like, let's do this. We'll get a week. That's free, which is perfect. We looked at some of the places where they have these resorts on the list, and there's some really nice places we want to go or go back to. St. Martin being one of them. So we're like, all right, fine, whatever. We uh, 
This guy's like, all right, I'll order you an Uber for the next morning. We're like, oh, okay, fine. And we decide, well, yeah, we probably don't want to do an Uber because there's stuff in that part of town that we want to go do because it's at their other resort in town. Okay. So we go, we go through the whole presentation. It's exactly what you thought it would be. Bunch of old people, bunch of, you know, very frazzled salespeople trying to make it seem like you're my really my last hope for hitting goal for the month. You know, you know, these are going to fire me. Yeah. Like exactly. was the Ned character on the Simpsons. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. You don't want old Ned to be out on the street, right. do you? Like, old Gil. Gil is Gil. Yeah. That's right. Ned Gil. Old Gil. Exactly. Old Gil. It's you don't want old Gil thing. to be on the street. You know, three kids, my daughter, blah, blah, blah. You know, the whole thing. So we sit through the presentation and it all looks how they look, right? Everybody's done a timeshare presentation. It looks great. We're like, it almost gets us. We're like, eh, we just can't really do it. But part of the fun is the jousting. And you know me, I'm kind of naturally argumentative. So I'm all right with a little bit of this. We go back and forth, and one hour turns into two, turns into three. And uh, finally, we're like, all right, we're done here. I feel like you're being interrogated for murder. Oh, it felt like a hostage, and I made it, I made that point known, too. So we tell our rep... Her name was Raven. I don't. I don't care. This is Wyndham Resorts Shell Vacations. I don't really care about. You this don't point. care who you blow up here. Yep. Raven. She was perfectly nice. You know, doing the whole timeshare thing. Don't really care. She calls over this guy named Mitchell to run the numbers. And first of all, he's a little huffy with us because we won't give him our socials to run to get specific numbers. Because one, we're not we're not going to do this. Two, I'm not going to give you my social security number. Of course not. I'm not, gonna, I'm not I'm, I was born at night, not last night. I'm not a rube. I guess maybe you could say going to this thing in the first place makes me a rube. So we're sitting there talking. But, you, like, but you knew going in what the game was, in, and yeah. you knew what you were willing to do or not willing to do. And, and, and so far, nothing really has been overboard with this whole thing. It's kind of what we expected. Well, this guy sits and talks to us, and we're like, well, all right, you know what? This price point, a little bit too much for us. We're still kind of young. There's still a lot of time to do this. And what if we have kids? You know, then that money that we've set aside for this vacation home, we're going to have to use on the child. And he looks us dead in the eye, says, if you don't buy this, you're going to get divorced anyway. <laughs> At did, that point. Did you just want to punch him in the face? Yeah. I Which we didn't get to that story yesterday about the, uh, in, uh, the CBS uh, pregame guys. Oh, yeah, we didn't get to, we, we, we'll get we, to that. We will get to that later. But you wanted to punch this. Yeah, I wanted to punch this dude in the face. And I say some wildly outlandish stuff at times, and not a ton offends me. Uh-huh. This did. Well, absolutely like, it should. This is not going to be the re You know, my mouth, my <laughs> tendency to buy things I shouldn't and other things that I do or don't do is probably going to be the reason. You know how to blow this, this marriage up. Yeah. Not you, dude. I don't need Wyndham's help <laughs> to do this, you know. So oh. then we're like, all right, we're done here. We're leaving. And then we have to meet the final boss. Who we, I go and tell this to. I'm like, hey, by, by the way. And I look, I'm like, this is bleeped up. Like, that's ridiculous. I said, this guy's a, you know what? He's a Richard, not a Mitchell. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, he was very unhappy with that fact. And then we walked out after three hours. And we got our eight day, seven night trip, though. Wow. I was... That's... Yeah. I'm still kind of... This has been over a week now. I'm still kind of beside myself that at that sales tactic. 
that's a sales ghoul. What a what a Delta Bravo. Yeah. What a piece of garbage. Hope they fire the guy. They probably I hope so too. they're probably like, hey, maybe you like, hey, good try, Mitchell. You'll get him again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's that might not have worked on those folks, but yeah. yeah, that's that's not a bad approach, man. What a soulless group of salespeople. The, the, the only thing I've ever experienced like that was actually as a child. <laughs> this is this is a good story. Yeah. Mace County Fairgrounds when I was a kid. Uh, it's during the fair because we're out there because my brothers and I, we're in 4-H because mm-hmm. we're farm kids. And they had like a booth there where you could win, like you could get like steaks. And like, and this is back in the 70s. So it was like 50 bucks worth of steaks. That's, yeah. a, that's a lot. It's a lot, a of, lot steaks. of steak. And uh, I like steak. And I'm like probably nine, 10 years old. And so they let me sign up for this. And it was a um, smoke detector company. Okay. And this is back when smoke detectors weren't at your local hardware store normally. If you wanted smoke detectors, these guys came and installed them for you. Ooh, fancy. And there are people that still obviously do that because sometimes you have high ceilings and things like that. They're not always easy to put in. And so I signed up for these stakes. Well, they, they drew our name and they wanted to come to our house. And I don't know why my old man did it. My old man's like, sure. I think because he wanted the steaks. And so they came out and they held us hostage in our own home for like two hours mm-hmm. trying to pitch us these smoke detectors. And finally, my dad had to just go, we're done here. Yeah. And my, my mom was like, bye. Get out. And my parents, they've been mad at me for a lot of things. That was probably but the they're top. But then again, also, I'm going to defend myself a little bit. My dad could have said no. He was the True. adult. He was literally the adult of my mom. Right. They were the adults in the room. They could have told these people no. They didn't follow you home. Your parents no. set an appointment. <laughs> yes, they they called. Right. Because I wrote our number down like a moron, and they called, and my parents agreed to do it. Because mm. it out for me. Because, because I love my I love my mom and dad, but they my mom in particular never wanted to offend anybody. Mm. Didn't want to offend anybody. So I was like, okay, we'll let them come out. You know, and yeah. well, we're not going to buy these, but, you know, we'll let them make their pitch. And, you know, kind of like what you guys, you know, yeah. not that you guys, you guys knew going in what was going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, and this, I think my, my family, they were a little more naive about it. Yeah. And yeah, so that's, that's the only time I've ever really been caught in anything like that. Mm. And they gave us $50 resort credit to our original resort, which is nice. Got me a sweet little hat. A couple cool. other things. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, say? It's a flex hat even. It's not even just oh, a snapback. Wow. Wow, it's the you Orange go. Tree Golf Resort, which was a lovely property. Very nice. I would stay there again. But but if it said Wyndham on it, you would probably wipe on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not a, not a huge fan. I will enjoy their week wherever we end up choosing to go between now and next February. So they can try to... <laughs> so they can try to do this again. So try to they pitch it again. a... Like, you can get three nights at a resort for $129 total for going to a two-hour timeshare presentation. I said, uh, hell no. No. Then as we were driving, no. we were coming back Friday, and I get an email. It's like, please share your experience at the sales <laughs> presentation. I'm like, no. absolutely. You, you bet. I almost ran out of space on the, any other thoughts? Limit 1,500 characters? Yeah, I almost ran out of room. I mean, did, did you have 
I have a feeling some bad stuff is about to go down. Is that, uh, that kind of how you felt a little bit going through it? Not until the end. Not until the end to where we had already told this Raven chick no like three times. And finally she's like, well, let me bring over my like, oh, crap. Right, here we go. Now it's coming because we were told by another person, a fourth person now. Like, if you say no, we'll just shake hands and part as friends. I'm like, you're a liar. You're not going <laughs> to let us out of here on one no. That's, I know that already. You know, but yeah. And I, Handful but, uh, of soulless ghouls, those Wyndham people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, this, is not a, this was not a timeshare thing. I was buying a car one time. Won't, won't say where. Long time ago. Mm-hmm. And um, we were looking to buy like a Dodge Durango. Wanted a bigger car because for the family. I think Rachel was probably, oh, not quite a year yet. And so we go to this place looking at this Dodge Durango. It had a little dent in the bumper. And and we said, well, we want the car, and we'll, we'll but we, we need to do something about the bumper. Replace the bumper, fix the bumper, right. don't, don't care. The dent. But I'm, but I'm, we're not going to buy the car unless you fix the bumper. That turned into a 90-minute I got to go back and talk to the manager and mm-hmm. back and forth. And then finally, Rachel was, she was a baby. She was, her patience had been exhausted and we were, our patience had been exhausted. And so we just started to get up to leave and they go, well, you can't leave. And it's like, we didn't sign anything. Yeah. No, no transactions like, happened we're not here. Buying this now. We're, we're not going to buy this because you guys can't make a decision on, on mm-hmm. fixing this bumper. We're not going to buy the car. We're walking. And this guy, he practically tried to throw himself in front of the door. And I don't like to be physical about stuff, but I was just like, do not think about that. Not with my, my wife mm-hmm. and my screaming child here. Do not think about that. That's a, that's a bad option for you. Yeah. Do not do that, sir. And uh, like, I don't know he, if there were bars on the doors because we were kind of away from regular people. But it's like, how freaking desperate are you to, you're like, no, and he was like stepping yeah. in front of me. And it's like, I go, you need to move because we're leaving. It's like, come like on, man. The, let me go check with my manager. Like, can, can I just talk to him? This will go a lot faster than you running back and forth, scurrying about. <laughs> like, I'll just, let's just, I'll go back Let's there. just talk to the final boss here, yeah. man. Let's just get this. Let's cut you out of this. Let's jump to level 10. Oh, let's just get, get this, this over with. And either. I'll expend all my lives. <laughs> Or I'll beat the game. One exactly. Or one or the other. There will be an outcome here of some sort. All right. So there you go. Yeah. So, Wyndham, you suck. <laughs> Just saying. All right. We're off and running this morning. Yeah, I don't want about a Wednesday. Your are awful. <laughs> well, why don't you cry about it? Yeah. It's the day to do it, man. So you can win a bottle of Talon wine, which you never cry about. No. Perfect uh, for whatever you're pulling out of the oven, taking out the grill. They were supposed to give us a bottle of wine, too, and we never got it, actually, uh, you, now that you mentioned it. You got shafted jerks. on the bottle of wine, yeah. too. It probably wasn't going to be a bottle of Talon wine. So it wasn't going to be very good. It's no, probably I mean, okay. You didn't get the bottle of wine, then. Here's your $3.5 bottle of wine. <laughs> Nothing quality yeah. like you get from Talon. Here's our from our resort in Moose Jaw. <laughs> All right. So, uh, also today, our Buffalo Wild Wings... Uh, Big game giveaway. We'll start qualifying people. We'll let you know when to uh, to text in, by the way. That'll be text only also. And if you qualify, that doesn't impact your two-week window. True. I, so yeah. you're just qualifying. You're not, you're not winning anything. You're just mm-hmm. qualifying. So do keep that in mind. 
So if they qualify today and you win wine, you'll be in consideration to win the wine today. All right, so a lot to get to. Busy high school basketball night last night. Both Colorado Mesa basketball teams go to Western and get the sweep against the Mountaineers. So we'll dive into that. Also, uh, plenty of high school basketball talk today. For both Fruit and Monument coaches, Jeff Johnson and Michael Wells. Wildcat boys, beat goes on. Get the win against Cross Valley rival Grand Junction last night. And uh, we'll talk with them also. Mary Doan setting up for an interesting girls game Friday night for the uh, Wildcat Hall of Fame. Central's won eight in a row. Fruit has won mm-hmm. seven in a row in girls basketball. Yeah. That will be uh, an intriguing matchup. And can, Grand, can Fruit of Monument keep the undefeated streak going uh, against Grand Junction on Friday night? We'll have both those games right here on the Team Sports Network. So uh, also the schedule's out for the University of Colorado. We'll dive into that for, for football. It's not going to be a cakewalk. It's going to be interesting. So we'll uh, dive into that coming up here in just a little bit. 717, time four. What's happening? And it's brought to you by ComWest, your technology service partner. ComWest, they help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally. One call, one team, one goal, helping your business grow. They can help you with network support, PC and server support. Also, they can install surveillance cameras or and put in a new business phone system for you. Call them today at ComWest, 970-242-8142, or go to ComWest Corp. Dot com. All right, lead things off with the college basketball from last night. It took two overtimes, but the Colorado Mesa women's basketball team eked out a 76-70 win at Western. Kylie Kravig's clutch three-point shot sent the game into the second overtime, tied at 64, then it was all CMU. Mavs head coach Taylor Wagner says strange games always happen when they visit Gunnison. Every game. I was worried last night. I was worried on the drive down here that we were going to come out flat. That's what we talked about in the locker room. Like, we're going to win it with our defense. The threes weren't going in, except for Kylie, you know, right there to send it into double overtime, which was huge. Olivia Reed had a monster game. 30 points and 24 rebounds. Mason Rowland also had a double-double for CMU. And the Maverick men, they completed the uh, the sweep. They got the get-right to Game victory after losing to Fort Lewis on Friday night, uh, beating Western 67-45. to uh, Kind of a slow-paced game in the first half, but the second half scoring from the bench helped the Mavericks pull away. And CMU head coach Mike DeGeorge says they're still figuring out a str- a, their rotation and how they want to utilize their guys off the bench. We're excited about some of our bench guys kind of getting it to the next level. We feel like we're really deep, but we just haven't performed great. And I have to make some decisions. We've got like 13 guys we feel comfortable playing, but we obviously can't do that. We're hoping a group can emerge and be comfortable in that secondary role, you know, coming in, playing short stints and being able to contribute. Aiden Cool and Matt Grinnaker each had 14 points apiece with Trevor Baskin scoring 13 for the Mavericks. Both Maverick basketball teams are home tomorrow night. So it's a not a Friday night game or a Saturday night game. They play tomorrow night against Westminster, and we'll have it right here on the Team CMU Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards State Farm. Coverage with pregame at 5.15. The women will tip it at 5.30 minutes, 7.30. I'll have that one or those games for you tomorrow night on the Team Sports Network. Colorado State Rams men's basketball team snapped a two-game losing streak to down San Diego State 79-71 to Tuesday night in Fort Collins. The Rams' Nick Clifford scored 20 points. The CSU moves to 16-5 and and 2-2. Two and two. In the Mountain West, we'll have Brian Roth uh, joining us at 9 o'clock to talk about uh, the Rams' victory last night. The Central Fruit of Monument, Palisade, and Delta Girls basketball teams all picked up wins Tuesday night. Central headed down Highway 50 to Montrose to defeat the Red Hawks 46-43 behind 16 points from Christina Manzanares 
as the Warriors improved to 10-8 and overall and 4-0 and in the Southwestern League. Red Hawks' Macy Oberg scored 16 points with Maggie Leg adding 15 as Montrose slips to 11-5 and and 1-3 and in league. Fruita Monument won at Grand Junction 57-17 to also move to 4-0 and in the SWL. The Wildcats' Liv Campbell scored 16 points with Addie Ayer adding 15 as Fruita improves to 15-3 and overall. The Tigers' Genovicia Lane scored 5 points to pace Grand Junction as they dropped to 4-13 and overall and 0-4 in league. Chloe Simons game high 24 points pace Palisade to a 48-26 win at Eagle Valley. She scored almost as many points as Eagle Valley did as a team. The Bulldogs moved to 12-6 overall. They're 2-0 in the Western Slope League. The Delta girls won their 12th straight game in beating Rifle 57-18 at Delta. The Panthers' Taylor Summers led in scoring as Delta moves to 12-4 overall and 7-0 in the 4A Western Slope League. The Fruit of Monument, Montrose, Palisade, and Delta boys basketball teams all won on a busy Tuesday night in Southwestern and Western Slope League play. The Fruit of Monument boys extended their winning streak to 19 straight and winning at Grand Junction. 43 to 30. The Wildcats Chetwell scored 15 points with Daniel Thomason adding 12 points as Fruta moves to 4 and 0 in the Southwestern League. Montrose defeated Central 48 to 43 at Montrose with Brecken Hutto scoring 13 points and Jackson Katner 11 points as the Red Hawks moved to 13 and 3 overall, 2 and 2 in the SWL. The Warriors Cam Redding scored a game high 18 points to pace Central as they fall to 9 and 9 overall, 2 and 2 in league. Palisade won at Eagle Valley 71 to 53 to move to 7 11 overall. And 1-1 one and one of the 5A WSL. Delta beat Rifle 73-35 at Delta to improve to 7-9 overall and 5-3 and in the 4A WSL. Tucker Johnson led the Panthers in scoring in that one. There will be no shot clock in Cutterbutter Prep basketball. According to Cutterbutter Prep's editor-in-chief, uh, Daniel Mormon, uh, the proposal to introduce a shot clock to Cutterbutter High School basketball failed to pass the basketball committee of the Chassel Legislative Council. The committee amended the proposal to make it varsity only. That uh, two did not pass. Main concerns related to the rejected proposal were cost to smaller and rural schools and a lack of staffing and volunteers to operate it. Also, the Colorado High School Activities Association approved a measure Tuesday to allow schools to make more money from playoff games and tournaments. Chass's Legislative Council voted 56 to 14 in favor of having member schools pay an annual playoff fee based on what classification that school is in for basketball. In the past, schools paid a percentage of their playoff gate revenue to Chassa and also paid to help offset the visiting team's travel expenses. In the Denver Post, uh, District 51 Athletic Director Paul Kane said that 85% of schools that hosted postseason wrestling tournaments lost money. Those schools will now be about $5,000 in the black under this proposal. Chassa's finance director says the change will not have an impact on the organization's finances. And tonight on the team, Nuggets go on the road to play at Oklahoma City. Pre-game starts at 5.30 for that one on the team with Jason Kosminski, and that's a look at... What's happening? Brought to you by ComWest, your technology service partner. If you need IT help for your business today, call ComWest, 970-242-8142, or go to comwestcorp.com. All right, coming up next on this Wine About a Wednesday with Talon Wine, first, you got something to complain about, send, to, send it to us today on the team line, 970-242-1340. Jim, along with the Buckeye boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, at Fruit of Monument Girls basketball coach Jeff Johnson joining us next on the Jim Davis Show. I'm the morning guy. I have a Facebook group, 16 members. Some call it a fan page. I don't know. Oh, hell yeah. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Get in the huddle with Fruit of Monument Girls basketball coach Jeff Johnson on the team.
And Wildcats coach Jeff Johnson brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance for a free comparison. Call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. Jeff Johnson joins us. Good morning, Jeff. Thanks for coming on the program. Yeah, good morning. No problem. Glad to be on. Congratulations on the win last night. You're now 15-2. and two. Go to Grand Junction and get the victory uh, over the Tigers last night to move to 4-0 in Southwestern League play with the 57-17 to victory. And uh, once again, you got to be thrilled with the way your team played defensively. Grand Junction, uh, for Sydney Brandon, that, that's still a program that's uh, trying to grow and develop. But uh, to go out and hold anybody under 20 points, that's always a, a feather in your cap as a head coach. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's great to see that uh, the defense was showing up um, and, and getting good stops. Um, and I think even the top part, I want to say probably half their points came from the free throw line. Uh, so we got to work on defense without fouling to put them on the line to give them those extra free points. But uh, uh, just happy how we came out and performed. And uh, yeah, I love the environment of these Junction Fruita games. Uh, they're loud and crazy. You know, in your last five games, you've held four of those opponents, Junction being, you know, two of those those victories for you. But you've held uh, four of those five opponents under 20 points. I mean, what has been the secret during the stretch defensively? I, I get at Grand Junction maybe still trying to develop some scoring for Sydney Brandon. But uh, you go to Durango, and then down there, they don't have Mason Rowland anymore, which makes life a whole lot easier for you and your basketball team. But, you know, you held them to 16 points. I mean, what's been the secret so far? Uh, I think uh, the five of them on the court playing together, trusting that uh, they have the help side and we're rotating, having those extra rotations. Uh, and the big thing that we keep preaching is having multiple experts on the defensive side. Uh, it's like guard your yard, but know that we got people that will step over, be ready to help you out if needed, and have those extra rotations and uh, doing, doing a really good job of cleaning up the rebounds. We're talking with Jeff Johnson, Fruto Monument Girls basketball coach. Uh, Liv Campbell, 16 points. Adier had 12 points for you last night. Jeff, besides those two, are the, the usual suspects for you in, in terms of uh, scoring the basketball. Who else played well for you last night? Um, Man, I, you know, if we made our layups, I, you couldn't say anybody played bad or, you know, um, because uh, we had a lot of opportunities around the rim. We just didn't finish, but... Uh, you know, I, I think uh, once again, Campbell did a really good job defensively. Um, and, uh, you know, we had our role players step in and make some really good plays. Uh, but the big part was we were we were pretty consistent uh, with whoever was the five out on the court. Jeff Johnson, coach of the Fruit of Monument Girls basketball team with us. Uh, Wildcats with the victory last night. I mentioned they are uh, undefeated in league play at 4-0. and and so, Jeff, it sets up for a, a big matchup coming up on Friday night at your place. It'll be the Wildcat Hall of Fame or the 82 State Championship girls basketball team. They'll be inducted. Uh, Lisa Aldred, who's created Fruit of Monument, both in volleyball and basketball, she's going to be inducted as well. So it's a big night for Fruit of Monument girls basketball, but it's a big night for the 2024 Wildcats because Central, they've won eight straight. They got the win at Montrose on Tuesday night. You've won seven straight. You're both undefeated in league play, and Mary's got her team playing really well right now. Yeah, um, you know, they, I, I thought they were struggling, which was weird early in the season. But uh, like you said, Mary has them playing hard and, and together and really well. Um, and so it's league play is never going to be easy. Um, and so luckily we get them at home first to kind of set that stone, um, set the stone for, for the game. Uh, but, uh, 
it's going to be a great environment. Uh, like I said, we're, we're celebrating a lot of things. Um, it's a senior night for Addy. Uh, so we got a lot of things going on. Um, and the big thing is all right, we got to lock in mentally with all the emotions that will be going around. Wildcats girls basketball coach Jeff Johnson joining us on the Jim Davis show. You guys go 10, 11 deep at times. Central, we talk to Mary all the time. She reinforces how her bench is really just seven players. And outside of the two elite scores in Bryn Wagner and Christina Manzanares, there's not a ton of depth to find on her roster. Do you find yourself in maybe a false sense of advantage with the fact that you can use four or five more players at, at any given point of the season? Uh. Yes and no. I mean, it's a luxury to know that we have a couple people, if somebody's struggling for one reason or another, that we could pull somebody off the bench uh, and they'll be ready to step up. Um, and that's that's the beauty of uh, getting these uh, younger girls more playing time. Um, is when their number's called in the big moments, that they've been there, they've done it. Um, and so they kind of know what that varsity playing, physical speed, quickness, all that fun stuff. Uh, it's a little bit harder at this level, um, and I, I think we got girls that'll step up. And, um, and the biggest part is we got to handle those two top scores for Central. Just uh, try to make life hard for them and and go at them. Jeff Johnson, Fruit of Monument Girls basketball coach, with us on the team, and I think also something that Mary's talked about to Mary Doan, uh, the Warriors coach, about her team as they went through a stretch where, and, and I think it's still a, a challenge at times, getting on the glass. They don't have a lot of size. They have the two incredible scores mentioned with Christina Manzanares uh, and Bryn Wagner, but they don't have a lot of size. That's something you have with Campbell Brammer, with uh, with Addie Air. You've got some size up front uh, that, that poses a, a really a challenge for them and an advantage for you coming up Friday night. That's kind of funny. You said we have size, but when you look anywhere else, we don't have size either. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, we, we got a little bit of advantage, but uh, rebounding is about hard and effort. Uh, who wants to get the ball? It's not really about the size. It's, it's who wants to go get it. And uh, we preach uh, rebounding uh, both offensively defensively, uh, limiting them to one possession. And if we miss, hopefully we get that second possession for an easy putback. This is a big game. I mean, the league title doesn't get decided Friday night. But you came up short last year with Durango winning the title. I know this has been a goal. You've mentioned it for your basketball team, Jeff. Right now, both the U and Central are undefeated in the league play, and uh, this is a this is really a you know an initial step toward winning a Southwestern League title, beating the other undefeated team in the league right now in Central. Right. I mean, uh, like you said, it, it's one step closer to getting to that title. Um, it's it doesn't guarantee it, um, as we know from last year where we got Durango at our place early. Um, but uh, we we got to take it one game at a time. Um, and and if we do that, worry about Central uh, for Friday night, uh, I like our chances. Um, and I, I know Mary's going to say the same thing. Uh, but uh, we're going to do our best to protect home court and uh, get that W. Right, we'll have uh, both the boys and the girls Friday nights, the Wildcat Hall of Fame. And uh, we'll have coverage starting at 5 o'clock for that one. Girls at 5.30, the boys will follow at 7 o'clock as Central plays at Fertile Monument uh, right here on the team. Brought to you by Ken Richards State Farm. Jeff, I appreciate the time. Congratulations on the win against Grand Junction last night. And, and good luck Friday when you take on the Central Warriors. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Jeff Johnson, coach of the Fertile Monument girls basketball team. Yeah, this is a big one. They're both undefeated. Mm-hmm. And both on, on nice winning streaks, though, though Delta girls would say, those are nice streaks, but they've won 12 in a row.
with Delta's win last night yeah. over uh, over Rifle. That's pretty impressive. But uh, yeah, girls basketball here on the side of the hill, pretty good. Pretty Montrose. Good. Montrose. Montrose lost to Central last night, but mm-hmm. Montrose with, with Macy Oberg, Maggie Lake, taking Rocco. That's a really good basketball team. Yeah. And they're they're going to be good for years to come. Two of those players are sophomores. Yeah. Which doesn't really seem fair, but it is. And Palisades pretty Steve good. Steve Skip's going to say, sounds fair to me. Yeah, sounds fair to me. I mean, I'm going to say they're sophomores next year, too, if it works out in my favor. You know. So, yeah, there's some good basketball here on the Western Slope, and you talked about even last year with Durango, Mason Rowland, a fantastic high school player, doing great at CMU right now. So this is a big game between Fruta and Central. Like you said, you may not win the Southwestern League Friday night. You could lose it Friday That's night. That's very accurate, yeah. So it's it's big for both of you. You don't want to be the one that on the return trip has to win. You know, you don't want to go back and play this game at Central in two weeks or whatever it is and be the team that absolutely needs to win to keep their Southwestern League hopes alive. You want to have that little wiggle room. And then Fruta still got, they have a trip to Montrose coming up too. Yeah. Not an easy place. Lloyd McMillan Gym's a tough place to get a win. Mm-hmm. So uh, that uh, it, it doesn't settle anything, but yeah, you can potentially take yourself yep. out of the picture possibly. Uh, if you lose, or at least uh, they put get, yourself way behind the eight. Yeah, ball. put you in a bad spot. All right, 735. And uh, coming up, we'll uh, bring you some of the post game from last night. Both Maverick basketball teams winning a Western. Uh, Paul Kane, District 51 Athletic Director, will join us at 940 about some of the things that uh, the Chassel Leg- Legislative Council uh, that they uh, voted on yesterday uh, or voted against yesterday, which was the shot clock, by the way. My quick take on that. And in talking with Mike Kruger, Chassa Commissioner, who's going to join us tomorrow, by the way, mm-hmm. for some other Chassa news that involves the Western Slope. Yeah, I like having Mike Kruger on. Yeah. Oh. oh, you have to say that for Mike tomorrow. That it's readily available. Yeah, I, the, the sense that I got is that this has been a, a, a national federation NFHS push for shot mm-hmm. clocks. And that there's there was kind of the feeling that is this really a problem? That's is, kind of my thought, right? Like, and, I don't know if this is necessarily a huge problem. You know, and I, I don't want to share. Mike did, Mike did a very unofficial, some unofficial research. He went he went to some basketball games mm-hmm. uh, in his official capacity, and he kind of sat there and he goes, it's the old coach. I mean, he was charting plays and stuff. He timed possessions during both girls and boys basketball games. He goes... The longest possession usually was thirty seconds. Yeah. So I mean, then, what are what are we doing here? So what what's the point of this? Why why spend all this money, particularly for smaller school districts, where dollars are tight? Dollars are tight for everybody, yeah. but especially smaller school districts in the state. It just seemed unnecessary. Plus, good luck finding enough people to run. Now you got to find somebody else to run a shot clock. Yeah. Now you got to so train gotta, people to do that. You got to find somebody to run run do PA. Run the clock, keep the books. You're already asking people, getting, trying to get people. You know, it's tough to get folks to, to go out and do those things anyway. Yeah. And so now you're gonna need to find somebody else to run the shot clock, and plus ex- expend all this money to install shot clocks for something that's probably not really a problem in high school basketball, at least here in the state of Colorado. You know, and I was, I was at Mike's research was he went to some games. It wasn't like this exhaustive Chassa mandated research project. Right. It was the commissioner just going, 
Wow. Okay, average possessions, like the longest one I've seen is 30 seconds. Is yeah. this something that we really need to be concerned about? If you're at 45, 50, 60, 70 seconds of a possession and it's happening regularly, then yeah, you know what? Maybe that's that's an issue to look at. Just going by, again, very basic research. And, and games that we do. Memory of games we do. The problem with the long possession isn't a shot clock. It's defensive rebounding or the inability. Like, how many times do we see missed shot, rebound? Okay, it's off the it's off the rim, so the clock would reset to a certain point anyway. Right. Put up another clock, shot, no good, offensive rebound. All right, now this team has had a ball, the ball for a minute, but they put up three shots and got three offensive rebounds. The shot clock's not going to change any of that. The shot clock doesn't make a team a better defensive rebounding team. You know, it's not, I don't see that four corners take the air out of the ball offense enough to yeah. warrant, Maybe, you know, like yeah. at North Fork putting in a shot clock. Exactly. Or Olathe or, or, or wherever, or Wiggins or, you yeah. know, getting any out of the basket. school. Any small school. Yeah, I, I just, I think that was a great decision on the part of the Legislative Council to go, yeah, we don't need this. Like, we're overthinking it. We're putting way too much into this. Yeah. All right, so we'll talk uh, with Paul Kane about about that, but also about um, the change in regard to to the postseason and how schools how they 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 they've been some of them losing money. A mm-hmm. lot of them do, and and Paul is quoted in the Denver Post article about uh, the, the change by the finance, but for the finances in regard to how revenue is divvied up for the postseason, and um, I think it's a, it's a great change on the part uh, of Chassa to do what they're going to do. He'll go more in depth with this uh, coming up at about uh, 940 this morning. All right. So uh, 740, Jim along with uh, the Buckeye boy today. And it's one about a Wednesday from Talon Wine. Buckeye whining about his timeshare situation. Um, Got somebody in our neighborhood that likes to smoke cigarettes and leave their cigarette butts at the end of everybody's driveway. Not good. Don't do that. Maybe pick up your cigarette butts. Why Why are they at the end of my driveway? They're not my camels or Marlboros or whatever. 740. Got something you want to whine about today. Send it to us on the team line, 970-242-1340. It's time for sound check. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I'm not going to say that I'm getting on board with your takes on Pat McAfee and the, the you know, how we kind of differ on the journalistic aspect of Tom, of uh, Pat McAfee's show. There is no journalistic aspect. Right. With. I do have a little bit of a problem when he lets just a straight lie come out of the mouth of an all-time great quarterback. You know, I've been a part of a lot of, you know, I've been a part of a lot of Super Bowls, championship games. I've had some, you know, seasons that didn't go the way we wanted. I have some injuries. I was undrafted rookie. I've seen guys come in with great expectations and not meet it. I've seen underdogs like Julian Edelman come along and make it. So, again, I think I've had 23 years of just observing. That's Tom Brady on the Pat McAfee show. And you may have caught in there that Tom Brady saying he was an undrafted rookie, which, as it turns out, being drafted 199th overall is not being undrafted. Yeah, did you miss that? 
He you said didn't, you did, didn't catch that, did, did you? Did he said uh, he said he's undrafted. There you go. You know, seasons that didn't go the way we wanted. I have some injuries. I was undrafted rookie. I've seen. No, yeah. you weren't. <laughs> I was undrafted rookie. I've. Seen... No. no, you weren't. Nope. No, you weren't. You were drafted, Tom. Yeah. Um. So you know, Tom Brady changing his narrative. No pushback from the McAfee's. Yeah. Wouldn't somebody? There's a. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, Tom. You you were drafted. Because wasn't it a big to-do Tom could remember every quarterback drafted in front of him in the draft class? Now, apparently, it's even the ones drafted after him because he's changing his narrative. I was undrafted rookie. (laughs) No, you weren't. Come on. People people slip like I said Salt Lake the other day was east of us when I meant say west. But that's different. That that doesn't forgetting your own birthday. This doesn't see. This is part of his narrative. Yeah. It's like I wasn't born. Well, yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. You want to know the quarterbacks that he still probably gripes about that were drafted before him? I'd love to hear some of these names. Okay. Chad Pennington. Good little career. Yeah. Not bad. Not terrible, but not not Brady. Not Brady. Chad Pennington now coaches high school football in Kentucky. Giovanni Caramazza. Hofstra quarterback. Take it to the third round. Tommy DeVito. Call your agent. Did play in the uh, World League of American Football of in, course the, in, in the CFL. He uh, He's a yoga practicing farmer in California, as Five Goats does not on a TV. Uh, the Ravens selected Chris Redmond from Louisville. Oh, in the third round. Of course. He went on to. Now, Ro- Rocky's bench coach, right? Uh, that's Mike Redmond. That's Mike Redmond. My bad. It's off. Played just 12 games in the NFL. Made $14.3 million in eight seasons, though. That's nice. A co-owner of an indoor football team. T. Martin from Tennessee. Taking the fifth round. Spent two seasons in the CFL. He's been a Ravens wide receiver coach previously. Mark Bolger of West Virginia was taken by the Saints in the sixth round. He uh, didn't make the Saints. Ended up with the Rams for eight seasons. Made some starts there. Yeah, he did. He he's started for a couple of years, didn't he? Now he's really into curling. Merrick, Merrick with a C, Merrick, right? Yep. The Browns led the league in twenty with twenty two interceptions in two thousand three. Yeah, Spurgeon win. Oh Your yeah. Browns taking him of out of Minnesota. One of the twenty six. And so there you go. Those were the guys taken before undrafted. Undrafted Tommy Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. Uh Tom. His pro football page, pro football reference page has not been updated yet. Still says taken 199th overall. Something Tom knows that we don't know. I, that, that, that facts don't, that yeah. aren't, aren't divulging, that, that that's Was this not true. the Mandela effect where we all believe something happened? And it didn't really happen? Is, like the cornucopia in the Fruit of the Loom logo, it's not really there. Is this what it were doing? Like, do we all believe that Tom Brady was drafted? And he really wasn't? wasn't? You know what this is? This is Brock Purdy hate on Tom Brady. Because Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl as Mr. Irrelevant, Tom Brady's like, hey, I was undrafted. Yeah, I was one. I won seven Super Bowls. I was one more disrespect yeah. from from being Nobody Mr. Me. Irrelevant. I had to go break down the doors to get my job. Um, no, Tom, you, you, you did That's get drafted. You yeah. did get drafted, dude. All right, uh, seven forty-six. But yeah, no pushback. No, no. Hey, wait a minute, Tom. Yeah, you did yeah, get no drafted. Yeah, no pushback. I was undrafted rookie. No, you weren't. 
I want to let him finish his statement. Then I said, Tom, you said you're undrafted. That That's not accurate. Yeah. And then either he goes, oops, my bad. I, I misspoke. But they're, but they're so scared of upsetting him and not having him come on again mm-hmm. that they're not willing to, to go, hey, you weren't right about that. Now, did they pay can, him for this appearance? I that's bet the you they did. Would not surprise me at all. If I'm Tom, I don't open my mouth for free. Are you kidding me? I'm Tom Brady, I was undrafted quarterback. Well, Fox is paying him to say a lot of words, but he hasn't yet. We'll see what happens next season. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Both Maverick basketball teams getting the sweep at Western last night. We'll dive into that next on the Jim Davis Show. I'm a big sports addict. I like sports. 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 This is the Jim Davis Show on the team. 101 FM, 1340 AM, Grand Junction. 102.1 FM, Delta Montrose. Welcome back. Jim and the Buckeye Boy. So why about a Wednesday from Talon Wine? Something you want to complain about today. Get it to us on the team line. 970-242-1340. All right. Right now, we should go ahead and get somebody qualified for the first hour for our Buckeye Wild Wings. Big game giveaway. It's a table for six people and 50 wings for the big game. Medium spicy. Out of Buffalo Wild Wings on February 11th, which you can also hear on the Team Sports Network. So the fifth texter right now, put a B-dubs on your text. Fifth texter, you get qualified. Once again, you get qualified, and then we'll draw the winner coming up next Thursday. So uh, text in right now. Fifth texter gets qualified at 970 Two four two thirteen forty. All right, the Maverick basketball team's at Western last night. Kylie Kravig hits a, a big three-pointer to uh, send the game into a second overtime. Maverick women win at Western last night, 76-70. to 70. Olivia Reed, a career night. 30 points, 24 rebounds for Reed last night. Mason Rowland had 16 points and hit a three last night for the Mavericks. And after the game, Ethan Jordan did a nice job on the call last night uh, up at Gunnison had the chance to talk with women's coach Taylor Wagner. Taylor, it's always a little funky when you come up to Gunnison, right? Every game, every game. That's what I was worried last night. I was worried on the drive down here that we were going to come out flat and it was going to be crazy and we'd get in foul trouble and all of that happened. Well, I know you talked about it earlier in the week. This team, they're 2-10 in RMAC play, 4-13 in Western, but what a defensive effort from them tonight. We'll get to your guys' defensive effort in a moment, but first, the job by Adam Jacobson, the first-year head coach, and his squad tonight. Yeah, I mean, they were well-prepared. And like I said, they always play well here. And they got out, and they defended us really well, especially in that first half. We just couldn't get anything going. I think we missed 20 layups tonight. You know, we had so many looks right around the basket. We, I think we missed 11 free throws or something around there. And we just had... We just kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit. I thought Western played a heck of a game, but, you know, we could have we could have helped ourselves out with those layups and the free throws. Yeah, maybe some miscues on offense, but defensively you guys are able to hold them to under 30% shooting for the game. How about your team responding defensively when the offense just wasn't clicking? Yeah, that's what we talked about in the, in the locker room. Like, we're going to win it with our defense. You know, the threes weren't going in. Except for Kylie, you know, right at the, there to send it into double overtime, which was huge. Um, yeah. But it wasn't going in, and we just said, get it in, side, or you've got to take it off the dribble. And we got some success in the second half in overtime with that. All right, that's Taylor Wagner with uh, Ethan Jordan after the Maverick uh, women get the victory last night in double overtime. For the Maverick men, after they lost to uh, Fort Lewis and the Blizzard and Brownson, they bounced back last night 
with a win at to Western. 67 to 45, Mac Rineker, Aiden Cool each had 14 points apiece. And for the Mavericks, facing a, a very deliberate style offensively in the Mountaineers, Mike DeGeorge told us about that, that that was going to be a, a problem last night. And it was in, in the first half something that they had to adjust to. But uh, the Maverick men getting the win last night. And after the game, Ethan Jordan talked with Mike DeGeorge. What does it mean for this team, you know, after an emotional game against Fort Lewis, you know, packed to the gills at home to come out and and win pretty handily here at Western, not a not a trap game of any sort for your team tonight. Yeah, you know, we have a mature group, and, and they were, uh, you know, they competed hard. We do have a lot of built-up frustration right now, and so, you know, it, it felt like a frustrated effort. Then the pace of the game was just so slow because they're just holding it in the half court to the last 10 seconds, just kind of running false action that, it, you know, it just kind of grind everything to a halt. But I was proud of the way the guys kept competing, and, Particularly that starting group had some nice segments where they were able to separate and and uh, and build a comfortable lead. Yeah, Aiden Cool has become kind of a staple in your starting group of late, and he had another nice night from three tonight. Yeah, he's been working really hard at the defensive end, which is where he's had some issues. And then obviously with the amount of threes that were taken, we need uh, shooting out there. And he's an elite shooter, and I think his percentage will just keep going up and up the more opportunities he gets. So we've made an investment in him, and he's really responded. And so it's great to see. And, you know, we're excited about our, some of our bench guys kind of getting it to the next level. We really need, we feel like we're really deep, but we just haven't performed great in the games off the bench. So we need to get that group off the bench um, contributing at a higher rate. And, you know, and I have to make some decisions. We've got like 13 guys we feel comfortable playing, but we obviously can't do that. And no one's really grabbed a hold of it. So we're hoping that the, uh, a group can emerge and be comfortable in that secondary role, you know, coming in, playing short stints and being able to contribute. Was the- All right, that's Ethan Jordan with Mike DeGeorge after the Maverick men picked up the win at Western last night. Both teams are at home tomorrow night to take on Westminster University out of Utah. We'll have a coverage pregame at 515, women at 530, men at 730 tomorrow night. And it's brought to you by Ken Richards State Farm. So once again, it's a Thursday night Maverick basketball uh, pair of games with the women and the men uh, right here on the team tomorrow night. All right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with our two we'll go around the NFL Next hour, also we'll talk with Central Girls coach Mary Doan. Big one coming up Friday night at Fruita Monument with both uh, the Warriors and the Wildcat girls undefeated in Southwestern League play. And we'll also talk to the coach of the Fruita Monument boys as the, the beat goes on for the Fruita Monument boys. They beat Grand Junction last night, and uh, the, the Wildcat boys have extended their winning streak to 19 straight with the win last night. 